Welcome to the Plan Your Central Florida Wedding Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Schmidt, editor of Greater Orlando's top wedding publication, Orange Blossom Bride. I'm sure when you said yes, you had no idea you were jumping on this roller coaster that is wedding planning. The goal of this podcast is to help make the wedding planning process less stressful and a lot more fun. We'll provide you with great tips and ideas, along with expert advice from some of the area's top wedding pros. So let's get started planning your Central Florida wedding. Welcome to the podcast. Today we are going to be talking about unplugged weddings and we have a guest with us, Rudy of Rudy and Marta Photography. Now Rudy joined us back in episode 10 to talk about the difference of a wedding coordinator and a venue coordinator, but today he is going to be talking about unplugged weddings. So welcome back, Rudy. Thanks for having me. So excited to have you because I know this is a topic that you love and that you're very (laughs) passionate about. So we're talking unplugged weddings. Mm-hmm. And let's get right into it. What is an unplugged wedding? All right. So, um, again, thank you for having me. Um, yes, unplugged wedding is definitely something that I talk to couples about a lot. Um, so an unplugged wedding is essentially where uh, you have a wedding ceremony. And sometimes some people, they go a little over the board and they do receptions too, but it, it rarely ever happens. Um, they go ahead and they tell their wedding guests, we don't want phones, we don't want iPads, tablets, cameras, DSLRs, um, whatever it may be, GoPros. We don't want any of that at our wedding. We have our, our wedding vendors, we have our wedding photographers here, and we trust that they will go ahead and uh, capture everything. But most importantly, above all else, we want you guys to be there. We want you to actually attend and witness our ceremony, not behind a screen. Um, and I feel like that's kind of the easiest and simplest way uh, of saying what an unplugged wedding is. Well, yeah, I mean, this is something that I, we got married eight years ago, so this wasn't even, nobody took out their Nokia to take a little pixelated photo at our wedding. (laughs) Um, but you know, this is a, like a really big deal because you see it all the time. And if you go to Rudy's, um, blog post about this, which we'll link in the show notes, he has a picture that it's like just filled with smartphones because everybody wants to capture that moment, but you're paying somebody to capture that moment. With an unplugged wedding, I feel like the the pros definitely outweigh the cons. Um, and the picture that you mentioned on my website uh, was actually uh, from, uh, it was a Buddhist wedding and it was right after the ceremony. And once they were presented to um, the wedding guests that were there, everybody got up and everybody started taking pictures. And the second shooter that was working with me that day, she just went ahead and like, it wasn't Marta, unfortunately, this was right after our son was born. Um, and she pretty much got a picture of the back of my balding head and got everything that was there that was going on. Um, it was one of those moments where I was like, oh my gosh, I am so glad that, you know, I was there, I was in the front and I kind of like took the initiative to be in front of everyone. Um, now with an unplugged wedding, you don't have to worry about all of that. As a photographer, I'm constantly looking for the best angles to capture a wedding and the creative cogs are constantly turning. I'm always trying to figure out new and unique ways, especially when I've been to a venue a bunch of times. So having someone in your way uh, and preventing you from 
moving to the place that you want to go to or blocking the angle that I want to get kind of prevents me from not only doing my job, but uh, providing the couple with the best work possible. And I mean, this this is why they pay me. So I, I definitely want to do the best job possible. But um, having an unplugged wedding kind of just, just prevents that altogether. And every once in a while, you'll get a couple of, in the photography industry, we call them Uncle Bob's. Uh, you'll get a couple of Uncle Bobs that come out with, you know, their crazy DSLR and they're like, I'm into photography too. And I respect that because honestly, like I, I'm 31 now and I don't think I'm ever going to stop loving photography. Um, and I, at my son's wedding, I'm probably going to be Uncle Bob um, or I'm probably going to get one of my friends to be Uncle Bob for me there. Yeah, but I don't want you to be an Uncle said, Bob at your own kid's wedding. No, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Once, once you know, we sit down, I'll, I'll be like, all right, I'll just knock up my drone and take pictures <laughs> from there. <laughs> no, but in all, in all seriousness, like, it, it's it's a very delicate dance. And Marta and I were the type of people where we always respect um people's equipment we always respect where people come from because at the end of the day there is a lot of pride um especially from uh, a photographer or uh, somebody that is um an amateur or hobbyist they they kind of they see that and they're like this is something that i created this is your a memory of your day that i created and we respect that but at the same time it's one of those things where we kind of um politely say hey like could you please um stay out of the aisle because i want to go ahead and i want to photograph the the bride during the first kiss like I, i've had instances where if marta didn't run down the island and tell a guest to go back into their seat we would have missed the first kiss um so there's there's it, it's it's just something that i don't want to happen yeah absolutely that's and i mean it kind of makes it uncomfortable for you guys too because you're you're trying to do your job and you don't want to you know put a bad taste in their guest mouths but you also want to represent the couple right and give them the shots that they want and they paid you for so how do you let couples know or i'm sorry let the wedding guests know that there's an actual unplugged ceremony because for you know the older generation they may not even know what that means (laughs) (laughs) you're probably right um but when it comes to actually uh letting the wedding guests know um there's a couple of ways the the first uh, and probably most common way is to actually have like a sign um, either at the end of the aisle, I'm sorry, at the beginning of the aisle, uh, it's kind of saying something along the lines of, you know, welcome to our unplugged wedding ceremony. Please turn off all phones, cameras and other devices and enjoy the special moment with us. Thank you. Um, or something along the lines of, you know, the, the greatest gift that you can give us is to actually be present. Please turn off all your cell phones and electronics and so on and so forth. Um, that's one way. And I feel like that's really, really common. Um, the next thing that people can do is to go ahead and let the officiants say something. I feel like um, officiants during the wedding ceremony, they have like this, this special power where everybody pays attention to them <laughs> and kind of, you know, gives them the utmost respect. So when they hear the officiant say, Hey, this is something that the bride and groom have asked me to say, um, you know, it's, it's a way to kind of make sure that everybody that is there realizes what's going on. And that being said, I, myself and Marta, we take the opportunity to go ahead and, you know, if we see something we're like, Hey, you know, just the bride and groom wanted us to go ahead and make sure this was unplugged. Um, and, I, I don't mind being the bad guy if that means that 
I can go ahead and provide the bride and groom with the best images possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, we're really cordial and we're, we're really respectful about it because at the end of the day, you know, I, I feel like, you know, again, I respect that image that's taken. I respect the the work that goes into it. And that somebody's like, Hey, this is, this is my memory of, of your wedding day. So we're very cordial. We're very respectful, but at the same time, I want to make sure that, um, that everything uh, kind of plays nice would be the best way of saying it. <laughs> I love what you said about the officiant because it's so true. It's almost like the teacher of the class. Like you don't want to get in trouble. So because they said that, like you're going to be <laughs> extra good. I mean, that's just me. I'm kind of like a goody goody on that. Like I don't like getting in trouble. But if it's been announced, you can't like say, hey, I didn't see the sign. <laughs> you know, <laughs> everybody should know. So you, oh, yeah. you touch point on some couples go so far as to have an entire uh, unplugged wedding. Should that mm-hmm. always be the case? Like, what do you recommend on that? So I, and, and here's the thing, like we, we live in this age where everybody has cameras, everybody, like there's always a phone that has a camera and it's accessible to everyone. Um, and it, it's kind of like a catch 22, especially for me, because, you know, we run our business, so we always have our phone on us, and they're like mini computers, so I can always respond to emails or texts or whatever it may be. But um, I, on a wedding day, the the instances that I've had where the entire wedding is completely unplugged, it's um, a, a little bit more of like an intimate setting. The couple themselves are very private, and they they just it's one of those things where there's kind of like a basket and you know everybody puts their cell phones there and they're just like we want you to have the best experience possible with us because this is the best day of our lives we want to share this with you and um i've had it where um for example in i i i did an uh, an elopement in paris and the the entire wedding party all the wedding guests and everything amounted to 24 people <laughs> And those 24 people, they they pretty much threw their cell phones. There was like a, a, um, a basket in the bridal getting ready room. And they pretty much left everything in there. And they just went outside and they partied and they had an awesome time. And it just, it helped keep things real. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the only person that had their phone was the mother of the bride. But again, totally understandable. This is a moment that you want to keep and capture for yourself. But um, the couple themselves, they they were like, we're very private people. We don't want our stuff all over the internet. Um, we want the first images that we see to be the images of the photographer that was there. We want them to be the professional photos, not the grainy photos that came out of my mom's camera. Um, so I, I feel like there's a pro like there's kind of like this fine line because during the reception it's kind of like party time and that's usually where you know people start you know going on ig live they start snapchatting they start doing um pretty much anything to go ahead and share the fact that they're having a good time or facebook live whatever it may be but it's still you know you want to help and, and celebrate. Like I've seen so many instances where like the first dance, you know, people are talking, they, they aren't paying attention. Um, the, where like the best man or the, or the maid of honor, they're having a speech and people are talking in the background and they, they don't really, they aren't present. Uh-huh. They don't really respect what's going on. And um, having that unplugged reception as well, um, which again, we've shot hundreds of weddings and I've only seen that happen you know, a couple handful of times in, in the years that we've been photographing couples. 
I don't know, like, it's, it's just, it's this very fine line, because the wedding ceremony, 100% totally understand, the reception, it's more of a, a personal, like, I just want this to be an, an us moment, mm-hmm. not necessarily, um, oh, everybody, you know, we're here, we ate the food, we ate the cake, now let's go ahead and, and separate into smaller groups of people that we know, and stop interacting with people, um, so it, it really depends on the couple, I guess would be the best way of saying it. Well, and as you're talking, I'm thinking, you've done this almost nine years, have you seen it more in, like, recent years, because I'm sure when you first started, it wasn't as big of a big of a deal, but... I mean, honestly, it... it... It, it kind of grew over time because like Marta and I, we, we've been married 12 years. And like um, when when we when we got married, like I think the closest thing to like an actual like cell phone camera was like the, the flip phone razors. Um, <laughs> I'm totally aging myself by saying that. But it was one of those things that like you kind of like going ahead and you, you didn't really expect it. Everybody that was there was present. Mm-hmm. Um, and the photographer had a camera and, you know, maybe, you know, you had kind of like those disposable cameras that kind of just came in and that was that. Mm-hmm. But before, after that, it, it's gradually, you know, with the iPhones and the smartphones and Android phones that have come out, the it's become a gradual issue over time. Um, and I feel like eventually over time, it won't even be that big of an issue. Um like I, I feel like more and more couples have realized that hey, this is something that's there, and it's there to like an unplugged ceremony is there to go ahead and ensure that I have the best photos possible, and that they aren't ruined by people sticking iPads around corners or um, you know, getting GoPros and sticking them around altars or things like that. They just want to go ahead and have the best images possible. And if somebody's paying another person, an artist, a photographer, thousands upon thousands of dollars to be there to to showcase their creativeness, why would they go ahead and, and not kind of hinder that? Why, why would they go ahead and make it difficult for them to go ahead and do that? They, I'm sure they would go ahead and be like, you know what, let's have an unplugged wedding. Um, and let's go ahead and ensure that we get the best images possible. Absolutely. Now, do you think if somebody doesn't have an unplugged wedding, they're going to regret that decision? I don't think so, um, because if they don't want to have one, then they don't really care, I guess would be the best way of saying it. And, and I don't mean that in a negative fashion. It's just you have people that have different goals for their wedding day. Uh, one of the questions that Marta and I always ask couples is we know that you want to, ha- to get married on your wedding day. That's kind of like a given. But aside from that, what would be the number one goal on your wedding day? And every couple gives me a different answer. It's never the same thing because um, for some people, they've, they haven't seen the, the family members that are coming to their wedding in, in years, sometimes decades. And it, it's for some people, it's, it's a family reunion. So they want to get as many photos as possible. Um, and sometimes you have people that haven't seen people, haven't seen uh, their friends. They haven't, they haven't seen each other outside of Facebook for so long that they want to capture every single moment possible. And, and at the same time, you have couples that want to go ahead and just live in the moment. They don't really care about turning around and seeing a whole bunch of um I guess, backs of cell phones. Mm -hmm. Um, When they walked up the aisle, they just, they want to invite all these people to be present and they don't necessarily care too much about the cameras. So it's, it's a person to person basis. Um, 
And that really just depends on, on the couple. And I think that's why we all love weddings so much in the wedding industry. Cause really in the end of the day, they are all getting married, but none of them are ever the mm-hmm. same. I'm sure you've probably in your nine years never had two weddings the same. Nope. Every single one has been different. And I feel like that's, that's kind of um, one of my favorite things about it because yes, the venue, uh, like we work at Paradise Cove a lot, but just every wedding that we've gone to there that we photographed it's it's always been different there's always uh different family dynamics that are going on there's uh different stories that happen there um and i i feel like that's kind of our that's what we thrive off of mm-hmm. i guess would be the best way of saying it because the different stories and the different aspects that are there kind of go ahead and um help us just thrive and connect more with people um, I, I don't know. It, it's, it's difficult to explain. Um, I, when I, before I started photographing weddings, I was in the hospitality industry and I went to school for marketing. So I've always been kind of like this, this people person where I can like kind of find common ground with almost anyone. And I feel like that's kind of transitioned, um, or, or, uh, impacted our career as wedding photographers because what I want to do is I always want to be able to to connect with people and kind of tell their story through everything. Um, and obviously, you know, having an unplugged wedding would help me throughout the wedding ceremony. But there are some instances where, like, I see you know a grandparent that's on the end of the first aisle and she has her her phone out and I go ahead and I and I go ahead and I take a shot of that and she quickly hides it away in embarrassment I'm like no 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 like no this is part of the story this is part of the day let me go ahead and take it as is um and it's just it's little tidbits like that that kind of go ahead and kind of like help tell the way things the way that they unveil on the wedding day, if that makes any sense. No, that makes absolute sense because as couples getting married, they don't get to see so much of that, you know? So then you get to show them, and this is off topic, but it's true. <laughs> then you get to show them like what they missed of their wedding day. So they almost get when they see the photos to relive it all over again in a different light, which is why I just love it. I just love it, Rudy. <laughs> It's amazing. <laughs> I'm right there with you. I, I love it. it. It it really is truly amazing. Um, when Marta and I got married, there was so many things that happened that I wasn't even aware of. And um, like my sister, she helped uh, plan one of her friend's weddings. And I, I remember the night before they were ironing things. It was a very DIY wedding. They were ironing things. They were getting things done and, and so on and so forth. And then like the wedding day came and went and like by the end of it we 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 got home and we you know we dumped the images on our hard drives and then backed them up and the next day we were kind of like going through everything once everything was said and done we edited and delivered the images to her friend and she was like oh my god like I didn't even I didn't even see this person I didn't even see this person like I didn't even talk to them and there were so many little stories that happened throughout the day that she like she was so busy getting married and taking the photos doing the dances Mm -hmm. the cake cutting and all this and that that she just she forgot and this is very common with couples but she just kind of forgot that there were some things that she just couldn't get to um and I don't know the the photography side of things just kind of like um bled into that so with unplugged wedding ceremonies um it, it's a very, from the guest perspective, it's a very important way to be 
present and to actually pay attention to what's going on from a bride's perspective. Um, it's definitely a way of having people remember your wedding day and actually witness it. And then when you come back, you, you won't see the back of phones. You will see the faces of the people that you love. And as tacky as that sounds or, or cliche as it may be, it's the truth. It, it really is the truth. Um, so I don't know. I just, I love it all. That is um, a very touching note to end on Rudy. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Anytime. <laughs> so if people wanted to get in touch with you and check out your photography services, how would they do that? Uh, sure. So uh, our website is www.rudyandmarta.com. And um, our Instagram is at Rudy and Marta. And for those of you that know me, I am a coffeeholic, so I'd always be up for having some coffee, um, either uh, at, uh, not Starbucks, but at Credo <laughs> or a Foxtail or someplace that is not Starbucks, and uh, or grab a beer. I'm always up for like a good craft beer. So um, oh, there's plenty anybody wants to reach out, let me know. Oh, yeah, totally, <laughs> totally. So many places. And Rudy could probably tell you all of the good spots that you don't know of if that's your thing as well, because that's Rudy's thing for sure. <laughs> oh, yes. I love Hole in the Wall places. There's so many places in Orlando that are so cool. Yeah, Orlando's getting really, really cool. I love it. So oh, thank yeah. you so much for spending time with us, Rudy. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Planner Central Florida Wedding Podcast. For more Orlando wedding inspiration and tips, head on over to orangeblossombride.com. And if you're looking for amazing wedding pros to help bring your wedding day together, make sure to check out our wedding vendor directory. Until next time, happy planning.